0: this morning um, this is a this conversation is an absolute representation of what real talk is in real time and this morning while I was having my morning siesta um, Christina messages me and well the rest is history we wanted to to bring this conversation uh, to life because it completely encompasses what I feel or what I envisage what real talk is. So I really appreciate you doing this random, spontaneous thing right now. What's the mm-hmm. crack?
1: And and I appreciate you holding it so that I can share it with my person before it goes out.
0: Oh, for but, letting me own
1: my shift. There you go.
0: Yay. This should light me up like a Christmas tree. Um. <laughs> What the, what we love and what we really wanted to share here more than anything, I think, well, for me was the fact that you weren't going to message me and you weren't going to contact me and you were just, you had this thing in you saying, don't, who are you to message? Mm -hmm. And my thing is, this is absurd. Who are you not to? because we're one and we wanted to really pull this apart because when we were talking and we haven't even touched on it really if you think about it the separation that exists where we do this all the time we do this shit all the time we compare ourselves to each other mm-hmm. we feel inadequate next to the another person we feel um that we can't accomplish or do anything like i i This is a prime example for me. I did the the show Monday. Uh, My vulnerability hangover kicked in Monday night. I went straight to the sofa with a different hoodie, (laughs) with a big hood, an even bigger hood on Tuesday. (laughs) And then I get a message from, from somebody like you who sees themselves in in, in, in who I am, hears themselves in what I say, witnesses themselves in, in what I write, because I am you. And that's what happened with you. Yes, that's, um, that's exactly
1: what happened. And, and I think that what I have felt is a pull toward your and, and Michael's actually poetry in real conversation. So, you know, I said to you, um, I happened upon Amanda Lawrence on Facebook through some way, no idea couldn't tell you this past summer, and she posted a conversation that you and Michael had and I watched it and so I went and found the two of you and you know I joined on your shift and you know became a member and started looking and it just resonates and it resonates at a level that is me, that is you, right? And I think that's what it is and what it did was unlock something for me, right? Your words, we had the conversation just before this, Um, you had written in a poem that, or not in a poem necessarily in a post uh, that I read Saturday morning that said, you know, remember that inner child, right, is you, you're just in an older body, you're an older skin. And that was when it turned on me, right? Because the way I have been perceiving myself in this journey is as this is who I am today and that little girl that I go back to um, has always been looked at by, by me you know, this ego as as a part of me. And what you did was flip that around on me and made me realize the reason I don't feel any older is because I'm not. It's just my body that's older, right? I am that seven year old little girl. And who I think I am today is a part of her. And you know, normally what I've been able to do in the past is go and spend time with her, right? And invite her to come home to me. And you know, she's safe here. And, and what I'm realizing is, I had to go home to her, right? I had to, I had to unpack all of the shit that's been packed on me and piled on me, and the weight of all of that. And I had to go. I, who I believe I am as a part, had to go back to my whole. And when I went back to this seven-year-old little girl sitting at the kitchen table in the home that I grew up in, I went directly through her. And I went back to the moment of creation, is what it feels like for me, right? It was it was a going back into unity and experiencing happen. It was it was pieces of it was circles, Mm. right? It was cells, it was whatever, just moving around all choreographed beautifully. And the lights that you talked about earlier, where when we connect that lights up, you can see that, right? And what happened in that moment of origin for me is absolutely reflected in what i now know is happening inside of my body at a cellular level and is what's happening in our human experience as we are all in our circle in our role playing our role in and touching one another that we're lighting each other up and that we're doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing yeah and so now how do i honor that and honor this human who's been tasked with this daunting task of feeling it all in facing my fear and messaging someone who I feel like is more evolved than I am, who's more connected, who knows more, who hears more than me.
0: And yes, that's how I feel, have felt, will feel because I'm human about (laughs) other people and hearing you say that honestly is like the most liberating thing for me because it really puts a spotlight on my humanness it puts a spotlight on where i have been the times when i felt completely separate alone less than where i wouldn't dream of of sending someone you know in, in this community a random message because well who the fuck am i right <laughs> who the fuck am i and what do i think i'm doing and i don't connect foster yeah yeah, yeah. i don't i don't i don't connect to you know or, or, or see things physically around me but i know now my superpower is i feel <laughs> and what I didn't know at the time when, when I was, you know, afraid to connect, I didn't realize I was afraid to connect with myself because that's pretty much what's happening. I I can't possibly connect with this person. Why? Well, because (laughs) I might actually be accepted. I might be loved.
1: (laughs) Right. What the hell would we do with that?
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, this is a prime example. I, I, I don't know you. Does it matter? no because i feel you Mm -hmm. and in what i hear you say to me i see me i see an aspect of me granted it's one that i have i have witnessed and gone through with the split second i see that aspect of me my heart is so expanded because i'm understanding now from the point of where i am in my own individual personal journey that's no different from anybody else's mm-hmm. is that I know what's coming for you. And that's the breakdown of the illusion that you are separate from anyone or anything else. because we're all in here. we all have our our, our, our skin suit on. Yeah. we all have our own heart, our own eyes are on our own ears where we're seeing the world through our vantage point based on our life experience, the culmination of our wounds and scars, the, the overflow of, of suppressed emotion and thoughts and feelings, the, the beliefs embedded in us that we were con- completely committed to that were never true. yeah, And, The understanding that there is no separation it's just each individual human having their experience from their own unique vantage point that is no less than or no more than the other and i don't need to you know have a direct line to x y and z for me personally i have enough on my plate dealing with my higher self at the minute who's done with (laughs) taking my shit so I don't need I don't need to go anywhere outside of myself this is me personally I did that for years I have spent so much money time energy presence on looking for things looking for people looking for anything outside of me to make me feel a little bit more worthy or a little bit more enough or you know a little bit more connected when the only thing that I really ever needed was to find my way back to me and reconnect the aspects of me. So I love what you said when you were able to witness you through. And I am so humbled by something I shared from my heart when my heart was opening and your understanding that that's where you needed to go without anybody telling you, nobody told you that's mm-hmm. where you go. You, you went because you felt it and in feeling it, what happens is you unlock your own limitations. You lean into your own fears, your own hesitancy, your own programs. You go there and then you had an experience like you had where you witnessed yourself as one part of the whole. Yeah. And then, that takes you down another rabbit hole, like you talked about this morning, which is, am I losing my shit? Is this feeling real? Is this euphoria in my body? Am I, you know, real? Am I what's happening? Because we said it. Sorry to interrupt What was gonna say, we said it. If this isn't something like you can go and you know, call one of your mates and say, Let's go to Costa, or Costa's, Costa is the equivalent of Starbucks in, in, the, in America. Let's go to Starbucks for a coffee and talk about our Ascension symptoms. What's happening with you? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because they're looking at you like you're losing your shit. Yeah, or, so,
1: or they just smile and nod, right? Yeah, and, right. And, look and look pretty and I don't understand a word you're saying. Yeah. Don't get any of it.
0: And what that does, is fuel our separation more because it's like, for the first time we find something, someone, some thing outside of us that doesn't feel like conflict or doesn't feel like chaos. And we allow ourselves to get a little bit, you know, at ease with it. And then when somebody doesn't understand that because our relationship is the most expansive, place for us to grow what they do is they're, they're knowing look really or they're i think you know you need to see a doctor or whatever it might be mm-hmm. projection causes us to to run for safety back into that little shell of it can't be real and yet you experienced it you experienced it
1: you know what's interesting for me is that the thought's been it's popped up a couple of times, and what you just said is one of the things I just recently realized. And by recently, I mean you know probably like the last forty-eight to seventy-two hours, right? I have gotten a perspective on those projections. And what's become real for me is how many people I feel I owe an apology almost because the burden of my projections, the burden of my expectations for someone else to heal those parts, for someone else to validate my worth. I mean, my partner, God love her, she deserves sainthood. She has for two years reflected with absolute clarity and honesty, all of my wounds. And I guess in saying that I realize that I've done the same for her and how courageous and how brave we have been yes. for each other, right? To be that mirror to love anyway, to love in spite of, to hurt each other at our very core, right? Because, because we see each other and part of what i'm trying to figure out and have been trying to figure out is where that balance is right because because if i if i allow my ego to own that this human that i now recognize that you know this is a human experience that i'm having right i can get really into my ego right and be like hell yeah right like look at me i'm evolved and i'm better than you right and so that's it's not that and it's not force it down everybody else's throat it's not save anybody else it's how do i how do i know that and live that and honor that at the same time i hold sacred my human aspect this personality this ego this heart this body and really see someone else the way that I've now seen myself. And the only reason that I've asked you to hold this video is because there is a human balance that needs to be honored and respected. And I know that I'm gonna go pick Erica up at the airport on Friday, and who I know and remember that I am driving and riding in this human vessel. I think I'm going to see her for the first time. And I want her to see this and experience this with me before the rest of the world. She deserves that. It's through her support of me and my support of her and the relationship that we have for one another, that I'm able to be here having this conversation with you today, right? It's relationship that expands us and breaks us
0: every time, every
1: Every time. time. And how lucky are we to be in it? Right. How lucky am I to feel this? You said your superpower is healing. No feeling. Feeling. Feeling, feeling, feeling. Nah, nah, nah. That's what I meant. Erica's superpowers healing. Feeling. Um I have
0: always looked at it that I feel too much. Yes. Who told you that? Do you know what I mean? Everyone. Where, where does this where does this come from? And this is the shit I want to tackle. Who told you that you were too much? And I don't mean like you name shame them, but I mean like society, the world, our environments told us we were too much because, because we would be able to feel, because yeah. we have the capacity to heal and in that is our strength and that's in each and every single person every single person and yet the world told you you're too much but you know where it but
1: it did it did but it didn't because what you just said made me realize something is is the reason that i've been too much or perceived as too much or thought of myself as too much is because the way that i felt I projected on the world. I was not responsible with the energy that came with those feelings, right? And so it is too much. If I come at you completely unbridled, you're going to feel every single bit of that. And that's heavy. I've been irresponsible with my feeling. I've been irresponsible with the energy that comes from my feeling. And so I think that that's, Right. And and it's not because I knew better. Right. I didn't. Right. I know better today. In this moment, exactly I realize,
0: it. hi. There you go. Real time. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was I really, that's Garfunkel. Oh, wow. They're all into Yeah. So Simon and Garfunkel are the cats. There you go. The cats um, are showing up to show us that we really shouldn't give a shit.
1: <laughs> well, I'm still in what I put on when I rolled out of bed. Yeah. So um, I didn't expect this any more than there you. Know. But I think, I, I think, in so, is it too much when maybe when when we're irresponsible with it? Because
0: yes, I was going to say to you when 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 I say to you, who told you you were too much? Or when when did the word exactly? That's that's yeah. that's where yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah, with yeah, this. Yeah. And we didn't realize, we didn't realize like like you're talking about your interaction, the dance that you have with with the world, with 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 your outside world, everything and everyone outside of you never ever ever knowing that they are you yes and you're you're talking about how how you know i was possibly irresponsible with my energy or what when i came at when i came at the world but what was happening was you were coming at your own mirror yeah every time begging to be seen never knowing begging to be seen by you by me yeah yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's yeah that's a kick up the arse that 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 realization and I'm loving it because I'm watching you right now with these little pennies going right you're on shed and I'm not saying that you wouldn't have reached this on your own but I'm loving what this conversation is, is it's is lighting me up,
1: up. because
0: mm-hmm. This is what everybody does. Everybody is so frantically busy looking outside themselves, fighting a war with themselves, incapable of seeing themselves because they forgot to open their eyes. Yeah. And then it's easier then to turn around and say, who am I to contact this person or do this thing or go to this place or have this experience and that's what that's what i would love to just take to the ground because this is just my perspective just my own i'm like the sooner people realize that the demon they're fighting is themselves that the angel that's blessing them is themselves for me that's when our world changes that's when the balance flips that's when the tables flip the fuck over it's it's self-actualization yeah
1: yeah and you know it's funny because so so for the last week um i have spent much of my time here alone so my partner is out of town working and um you know we only have one kid here and she doesn't spend a lot of time here so she's you know gone being a teenager right um and i was so tired and i didn't want to do anything so i sat down and watched lucifer i binged lucifer can i tell you that season three of this show was part of what ripped me apart last week is is the lesson of self-actualization that I think I'm a monster, but can someone see that monster side of me and still love me? And and the answer is yes, and it starts with looking in the mirror. And right, it's it's that this is all of me, and what it has taken for me is to allow other people to see the monster and love me,
0: or even deeper, so that I see the monster could love me, and love you, yeah. Yeah, it's the um,
1: it's the realization that every time someone around me contracts or triggers is not because I've done something wrong, but because there's something hurting in them. And. Did I contribute to that in some way? And can I see that instead of responding that? Can I see that? And can I hold that and just let that be? Can I trust them? Can I trust them to work through their own shit without making it about me? Because that's what we want to do is make it about us. And it is, but in our own individual experience. Mm -hmm. You know, so letting people be me and then also, you know, be themselves and then letting me be me, you know, that we can be together without, I don't know, I don't know, I'm rambling at this point. You're not
0: rambling, you're not, because what I'm hearing you, you talk about is the absolute representation of what union is and unity is. That I'm over here sovereign in my own space looking after my shit and you're over there sovereign in yours. And then I don't need to make you right or wrong in order for me to feel justified in how I feel, or you don't need to come over and and spew your crap on me because you can't manage to emotionally self-regulate because guess what? You never were shown how to, you never knew how to, because when you were seven, you were told that you talk too much or when you were 15, you were comparing busy comparing yourself to every other, person around you in, in an environment where everybody was just trying to to, you know, break through the soil as a flower when you were 24 and you didn't get the job that you you, you got and you got a culmination of all of these things, all of your wounds, all of your scars, all of your stuff with nowhere to go, nowhere to go because we can't internalize any of this anymore. We can't hold it. We can't. And nor do we want to. And so, nor do we have to, we've always thought we had to. Exactly. And so in our own individual sovereign spaces where I take accountability and responsibility for myself and you do the same for you, what we're actually doing is we're giving each other the permission to be. And another aspect of this that I'm, I'm really discovering over the last six weeks in particular is that it's okay to withdraw my time energy and presence from the things from people from situations when i'm feeling myself starting to to really spin out when i can feel it as a little you know um a little bit of turbulence initially and if i don't if i don't you know maneuver myself within that 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 space it becomes a tornado it becomes a motherfucking cyclone of- <laughs> shit if i don't (laughs) stabilize my own field and i'm understanding in the last six weeks in particular that it's okay to step back that it's okay to go within that it's okay for me to lock down within myself so that i can take the time to bring my heart and my mind into into coherence into balance yeah so that they're operating in synergy so that when i step back into the arena with people with other humans who are winging it as well. That I don't cause destruction and devastation in their lives because I yeah. couldn't con- control the 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 my presence in my within my weather. And to add to what you said a couple of minutes ago, the understanding and the knowing that that's okay to do too. That because of something I believed as a kid which is the people who love me leave, which is completely unfounded, by the way. Right. Completely irrational. Mm -hmm. That if I step back from you, that if I don't engage in a conversation with you, that if I don't give you all of what I have, that you're going to go, you're going to leave me. Right. Or you're going to judge me. You're going to hate me for doing what I'm doing. You're going to, you're going to project on me, for trying to hold, simply hold my center. And I'm, I'm understanding more than ever and loving the space that I'm in when I can openly and honestly say, I just don't have anything to say right now, and be OK with that, and let the other person deal with that themselves, if that makes sense. It
1: makes it makes so much sense and it, it's it's so interesting for me because because what you're saying I have heard before. I've had it told to me for the last two years. But there's there's a difference between understanding it cognitively and logically right you know it's that you know it's that knowing yeah i think this is what it is and i believe that right i trust that i have faith in that and actually experiencing it
0: yeah
1: and and you saying to me now is landing on me totally different than it has in the past because much of this conversation is stuff that you're watching click right you're watching the lights come on and you're watching all of that happen because what i what i realize is that much of my projections and much of my stuff comes in the form of words Right. So it's not just the energy, but it's words. And I want to analyze and I want to talk about and I want to drudge through and I want to do all of this stuff instead of just letting each deal with their shit. And knowing that I don't have to say anything anymore. It's not mine to fix. It's not mine to project what I'm going through on somebody else because they're going through theirs. Yeah. Right, they don't need mine on top of theirs. Um, And so, how much it turns the tables of responsibility. You know, to know that silence is in fact an option, and that most of what I say, a lot of, I mean, it's just words. It's not adding value. It's not helping.
0: Yeah. Yeah. To add to what you've just said, for me our words are loaded with frequency. They're loaded with energy. They're they're loaded with emotion. They're loaded with memories. They're loaded with thoughts. They're loaded with feelings, beliefs. Our words are loaded. Our English or our language rather, mm-hmm. our language is loaded. Oh. And when on un, un, until we start to, to deprogram our language, diffuse the the attachment to our language and the words, I feel like we will almost always battle or struggle to, or rather not to, um, collide with with each other as, Mm -hmm. as humans in relationships when you're aware that the language that you are speaking, the words that you are saying, the tone in which you are delivering, the energy held within your body as you as you communicate with somebody are all loaded with your programming. If this makes sense. Mm-hmm. And equally understand that in silence, in silence, which is shutting your mouth, removing your physical self, turning in, that what you do in that moment is give yourself the most phenomenal gift of self empowerment by refusing, by you refusing to engage in your story your history your programs your your old distorted perceptions your attachments your projections you're refusing to engage with that when you choose silence and when you choose silence it's choosing you does that make sense
1: it does it does and you've just given me a, a, a visual or a way of looking at how we interact with words and and triggers and stuff right so what you just said for me the way i envision that is now as i'm speaking words to you right now they have embedded in them frequency codes whatever it is however you hear me and as that is received into your body it clicks into a program that exists and kicks it off right so it kicks off reaction it kicks off you know emotion feeling tightness and you know whatever it is right whatever that that bodily experience is that thought experience that emotional experience all gets kicked off and that program starts running and what we have within us is the ability to go, whoa, hey, that program sucks because it takes me through unnecessary suffering. It takes you through unnecessary suffering. We can change the program, right? And where it becomes, and that for me, makes it feel so much more easy to navigate than feelings and emotions and bodily responses, right? Because those all feel like something that's you know, I can't put my hands on but if I can do it around, if I can, if I can do it around, it's, you know, almost like a computer program, you just activated something in me with your code. And I don't, I don't necessarily want to run this program. So I've received your code, but I'm going to plug it into a new program. And maybe that is letting you deal with the reflection of that code and whatever that does for you. And I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing.
0: Epic. And can huh. I pull that apart again? Yes. Use the analogy of sending a text message. Okay. You're in America. I'm in Ireland. I don't even know where the fucking America you are right now. Right? It's relevant. <laughs> Indiana. It's relevant. There you go. I can send an instant text message to you in Indiana. You can send an instant text message to me in Ireland. Our programs are like, are are what we can actually send to each other. Yes. So take an example of rejection. If I have a deep seated attachment to the program of rejection and you have the same What we can do is via our story, our attachment to the story, our attachment to what happened, when it happened, how it happened. And not just the word rejection, but the experience of rejection when you were four, seven, 12, 15, 27, 36, 58, 92. Via the man, the woman, the child, the teacher, the lover, the the, the the whatever, right? It's like the greatest rabbit hole ever. It's like the this even image behind me. It goes everywhere. It goes everywhere, right? So then I send you a text message with rejection in my message, and you open it, and you're like, "Ah, oh, shit! What she's experiencing." I remember it from da, 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 you're accessing your own memory bank of, uh-huh. of rejection and the information stored. Nine times out of ten, we're accessing our pain and suffering. Yes. Without silence or your self-realization or actualization, you're accessing the silence, the option of silence. We almost feel obligated to reset to send the text message back. Hey, I got your message. Let me tell you, my shit's worse than yours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. We want to compare.
0: (laughs) And I'm just, I'm loving what happened there because like your, what you said shows, shows, shows the lid off version of when we rumble our shit. I'm showing what we've actually been living as a collective, which is let me share my pain with you. And in me sharing my pain with you, I justify my pain. And in your receiving of my pain, you're I'm acknowledging that my pain is okay. And Hang on a minute. What about you? What happened? What did you say happened to you back in 1987? Yeah. And and we do this dance instead of realizing that. Or. Our words, our language, our language, the capacity, how we communicate, how we how we hear how we think, how we talk, how we express is so embedded with our own individual unique experience of a word like rejection, that what we do when we continue to project or engage or dance is we spew, we keep engaging with the story. We keep fueling our own fire. Never, ever, ever giving a chance for another person to sit with their own shit. Right. Never acknowledge and hang on a minute. This doesn't feel good. I'm actually not going to return this text message and push the device back and instead turn in, turn in, turn in and leave the other person frantic going. "Okay, this doesn't feel good. Where is she? Why isn't she texting back? I mean, I know I feel right in in feeling like this. You can nearly Uh see it like 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 a kid. And that's what's happening is you're leaving the other person with the experience to live out in the timeline, in that very moment that their shit got embedded. Yes. So for like the teen, like we a teenager going, Oh, my friend, where's my friend? She's not justifying my shit. Mm -hmm. And
1: and we, and we surround ourselves ourselves by people who will justify our shit. Right. I mean, that's what we used to do.
0: Yeah,
1: I think. Right. I think yeah, as one I I, um, I think is I go inward. And really begin to accept what you just said. Because I know it. It comes with grief. It comes with anger. Because I have to own that I have done all of those things, right? Not in any way meaning to hurt anyone around me, but I have hurt many people around me. And there's a certain amount of grief that comes with that, even at the same time as I have to balance and know that it wasn't through any fault or blame that I can place on myself for having done so, right? But taking full accountability and saying from this moment forward, I'm gonna do my best to remember that and to be responsible with my words and to be responsible with my actions. And to really show up and listen and be present and let that be the gift that it is. And know that I will forget, yeah. you know, and that's going to happen. But man, how much we have laid upon ourselves and. On each other is in this human experience. How easy we hurt each other without realizing it, because it's our own pain. It's kind of a mind fuck when you think about it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and just to, to amplify your mind fuck just to add, not just because it's the easiest thing for us to do and say, "What have I done?" but also to acknowledge and not from a victim place, a victim based place, but to acknowledge the things that we have allowed or endured from a place of not knowing. And, and, And equally because we are human to compassionately bear witness to that. And that when the anger rises, which it does because we're like, I can't believe I allowed that shit for as long as I have to allow the sadness to come up through that, to equally support. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. And to allow the compassion to come up again through that and say, we know now. And from this point, I'm equally. Done with your shit as I expect you to be done with mine. And bring it really back into the human experience. because like you said we're gonna forget Mm -hmm. and that's that's the gold that's the gold for me right there the experience that i'm gonna forget and the experience of remembering that for me (laughs) you just lit my whole body up i'm vibrating (laughs) i love it that's what we came here for that's what we came here for and in those spaces those spaces you cannot forget you cannot forget that you are fucking love you cannot you cannot <clears throat> and, and in it, that space the whole world expands it does
1: and and you know you, you one of the things that I am trying to navigate right is how do we how do we do that it in at, at, at work right like so i have a job that pays my bills right i'm pretty good at it i mean you know i'm still there But you know there's not a whole lot of room for me to have a conversation with somebody that's like hey man I really see you and I understand the way you're talking to me on this call you clearly have an issue around your own value and you know you want people to see you as powerful in this call I can't do that shit at work right like we're not doing kumbaya Brilliant. at work.
0: Brilliant. Um, do you know what you've just done you have put yourself into a container of the most impeccable mirrors of you everywhere so that you can't go and have that conversation with them but what you can do is witness yourself in them yeah
1: i know right? now, and that's what's so hard about it right because i mean what there, it's gonna that say. It's, yeah, easier, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it's easier for for you to witness you know the, the love and light in someone than it is to acknowledge the asshole in someone yeah. <laughs> right
1: yeah right but it but it is i mean to your point you can't we can do it you know there's that part of me that wants my life to be you know i want this human existence i want to get paid to do this yeah, i want good. to get paid to show up and and be real about what's happening in our lives right i want to do the stuff that lights me up and lights other people up around me. And I feel like, and this is the realization, right? This is where the light just came on. I feel like I can't do that in the job that's completely business and driven by greed and global you know, organization that, you know, but the reality is, is that's my work, right? That's the gold, right? Is that's my work. My work is to show up and do that well.
0: Yeah, but you are you have created and this environment Mm -hmm. created by you, for you, for your highest growth and expansion and from a place of unconditional love, which means I must fall in love with the assholes, which means I must fall in love with the mirrors of myself that are everywhere, which means that as I fine tune and recalibrate my inner asshole so that that leaves and gives permission for the light that I am to actually rise up in me, what I become. Ah anchored down, bedded down, hammered down in the middle of an environment of assholes is I become this center point of just presence and love and honoring myself through all waves of whatever comes up because I'm human. And then when I change within, when I change and recalibrate all of this from within me, what happens is the lighthouse, the lighthouse isn't worried about about the ships and the weather. The lighthouse is just shining. It's just beaming out this light. And what it does is it shows the other ships where to go, how to navigate themselves, to stabilize themselves, because if if one ship can find its way to that lighthouse or around it, then this one can and then this one can and then this one can. And so it doesn't matter what the job. I am in an, I'm in a prison and I'm not saying that you know, I, I am not. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm, I'm the light, sometimes I'm the asshole. And I am what I am based on where I am in that given moment, but I just don't beat myself up about it anymore. What I'm saying is, this is how we change the world. This is the nucleus that you are in, that you have created for yourself, for yourself to learn and grow and expand. That's your work environment. These are the relationships, these are your children. These are whatever that are all around you, created by you for you. And so your job isn't to learn how do I, how do I, this isn't me telling you what to do this is just my vantage point but your job isn't to our our job isn't to to try and make them see or or acknowledge the the, the distortions within within themselves but to to rumble the distortions within ourselves so that we can recalibrate from the inside out so that we can remove those programs so those programs do not exist on the outside why because they don't exist on the inside our internal world is reflected by our external if it's chaos out here it's because it's chaos in here your only job your only job from my opinion my vantage point is to tame the chaos within yourself to love the shit out of yourself to honor yourself to honor your heart to honor your breath honor the body honor the mind honor just you just you and when you open your eyes and you look around and you see a mirror of you that you love and you resonate with you go come here i want more of you And if you see over here a mirror view that you go fuck that you don't go, Oh, I don't want to see this shit anymore. (laughs) Ah, you're an asshole. It's that what in me is active. What in me is active that I can witness your asshole and not the divinity within you. And you don't have to touch what's outside of you. They touch themselves. They, they, they orchestrate this change themselves. That's just the way I see it. And it, it's, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm in a prison, so it's not the easiest environment to 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 see because my inner asshole wants to react sometimes mm-hmm. because they're intense mirrors. But that's yeah. just the container yeah. I've created for myself. You could have somebody out there. <laughs> you could have somebody out there working in like a spiritual retreat center, and it's the most spiritual place to be, and it could be full to the brim of assholes. Mm-hmm yeah so it doesn't matter there's no separation to go back to what we said at the very beginning of this conversation and to to organically and beautifully close it out is that there is no separation there's just you there's just you and your mirrors and your history which is your wisdom yeah Mm mm-hmm Your wisdom there for your use. Michael said.
1: On the Monday morning, a part of that um, was that we all have a role and some of us have chosen the role of not waking up.
0: Yes.
1: And it's just as valuable, Yes. it's just as valuable, it's just as sacred. It's to be honored just as much. And that's the really hard part is honoring right it's it's inviting the shame and the shadow and everything to be loved on the altar of our hearts it's to bring it all in it's to see that humanity in us Mm -hmm. and to love it and to your point to see it in each other and to love it even when it's not in a human package that makes us feel good about ourselves, yeah, or reflects back the parts of us that we don't always want to be with, but that the shame and the shadow is just as much a part of us as the light and the love.
0: And just as beneficial to another, let those who want to sleep, sleep. I know I wouldn't really be too impressed if someone came in and shook the shit out of me at 5 a.m. and tried to wake me up in the bed, it's the same thing. yeah and when we honor ourselves we learn to honor everyone and everything around us there are people who i love in my life who who are, are going through the shit, and it might feel similar to a journey i have taken but it won't be my journey and i will want with all of my heart to go in them in there and prevent them from going through just a fraction of what i've gone through because it hurt me as much as it did it's not my place and for me the the recovering people pleaser and and let me fix you because it makes me feel good about myself from 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 10 years ago version that 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 doesn't want that experience anymore it is tough to, to to let 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 the sleeping sleep but it's a necessary part of both my journey and theirs of your journey and theirs. And like you said, it's everybody having their own experience in their own way for whatever they need in their own time. There's no time limit on this other than how are you feeling right now? That's it yeah. right now. How are you feeling? And if I'm feeling epic, Again, more. And if I'm not, what am I doing about it? Yeah.
1: Well, in my case, I'm eating a lot of carbs and sugar, too. So that's what I'm doing about it. Or not eating at all.
0: What harm? I'm not sleeping. It is what it is. One we are two. where we are. But yeah. come here, listen, I really appreciate you jumping on for this. This is the most spontaneous thing ever. Like I said before, uh, I'm not even sure what time you start messaging me, at, but I'm really grateful that you did because we are. <laughs> and that was the most that conversation just lit me up like a Christmas tree, honestly. So I really appreciate you doing it. And yes, I hope that, thank you. Um, I hope that you, when you watch this back, um, enjoy being reintroduced or rather introduced to this new version of you because it's going to be different in about another hour as well. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> thank Certainly. you so much.
1: Thank you. Mwah. Mwah. Love you.